Hello and welcome back to another episode of That's My Business with your host, Brad Buckland. Diving into episode three of RuPaul's Drag Race season 16. <laughs> oh boy, we've got a big one on our hands. Our first elimination, our honorary pork chop, and a delicious untucked with lots of drama. So let's get this mandatory meeting started. So after Group B's non-elimination talent show episode... So the sign goes off and the group A comes in to meet group B. They're sizing each other up, trying to be all intimidating, but they run, give each other hugs and everything. They're excited to meet the full cast of season 16. We've got the New York girls that know each other, Dawn, Megami, Plasma, Nymphia, Morphine and Maya, both from Miami. They know each other. So they sit down opposite into the room and have like a discussion talking about how their episodes go, who knows who. Jane looks at Amanda and we all, we all knew this was coming, but it cuts to Jane in the confessionals and she says, I think Amanda's drag looked hideous. I apologize to the drag race audience for having to witness such a goblin. Oh. Okay, so plain Jane has no chill and you're coming for my mandatory meeting. Right off the bat, once again, oh my God. I mean, it's a prelude to what's to come, so spoiler alert. Morphine and Maya, as I said, know each other. They're from Miami. But, like, getting the vibe that they don't like each other. They're just a bit like, oh, yeah, we know each other. We know each other. Mm, Anyway, we'll see how that plays out. Morphine and Plain Jane are actually sisters. They have the same drag mother. Morphine is the biological baby, and Plain Jane says she's the adopted child of the family. There's back and forth shade between the groups. They say, who won yours? So, so Safira puts her hand up and Jane puts her hand up. So the competition is definitely on. Alrighty, so it's a new day in the workroom and for the first time, all 14 queens walk into this room together and there are two boxes sitting on the table with Safira and Jane's name on them. They open them and there's a little vial of potion, the immunity potions. Ooh, instructions not included, so... TBC. Hello, hello, hello. RuPaul comes in and he explains that immunity could be saved, could be used to save yourself from a future elimination or save another queen from elimination. (laughs) This will be good. I don't, I don't see them using it to save someone else. Like why, why would you do that? Like, do you save someone else and then someone else goes home? Or it's just like a non-elimination, that episode, I'm wondering. Because if it's a non-elimination, then that's just like you're risking yourself the next episode and you could end up in 10th place when you could have been 9th place, you know? Just saying. And Ruth also says that there's an expiration date. So that comes into it as well. But she doesn't say when. More revealed on that later. So it brings in... Again, more the strategic side of the game, which I really like. It gets them thinking, and I don't think any of them were expecting this. So they're all like, they're, you see the cogs turning in their brains, and it's going to be interesting to see who does what, and if they're going to suck up to Jane and Sephira. Anyway, Rue announces that the maxi challenge is the mother of all balls, the ball episode on the first episode with the entire group. That's... That's 42 looks we're going to have on the runway, if I've done that math correctly. Three looks times 14 queens, 42 looks. We're going to be here a while. First category is Mother Goose, serving your nursery rhyme realness. Category two, Significant Mother, 
your favorite famous mum. In category three, call me mother, father, eleganza, which has to be created in the workroom from menswear. So the other two looks they can have bought from home, the call me mother, eleganza look has to be made in the workroom. So it's a sewing challenge. So, so, so. So they have all the materials in the room. They all go, all go for it, fighting each other. Who gets what? There's a lot of flannel. There's a lot of suits. There's a lot of, I don't want to say dull, but like menswear can be dull. So it was dull, but it's about turning the dull into something bright, you know? I love seeing the difference between the sewers and the non-sewers. And the non-sewers can also be known as the hot glue gun girls, which you know what? I would be a part of that group. So no shade to them. I love them. You can create a lot of good stuff with hot glue. Just think of, I always think of Bendela in her season six premiere when she made that like gown all with hot glue. Like amazing. What are you talking about? Q vs Dawn. Well, not really verse, but they're both seamstresses. They're both known for their looks that they create. So they're eyeing each other up, giving each other that look of like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? The competition, you know. Plasma's looking over at Mirage and she looks like she's gotten a piece of fabric and torn it apart. <laughs> and this is where she says it reminds her of Jumanji. I thought I heard that Jumanji thing somewhere. I said it about um, Hershey's performance, but I think I just got confused with the jungle. So Mirage has got this, I don't even know what it was. She said she was going for like a mini skirt moment, but it's not giving clothing. It's... <laughs> But you know what? It's early. I'm hoping for the best because I really like Mirage. So I'm hoping she pulls it together. Rue comes through for the walkthroughs and she asks Maya, oh, so you know Morphine. You're both from Miami. And she says, we're cool. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound convincing. She says in her confessional, she doesn't see Morphine as a drag race superstar. Oh, the shade, the shade, the shade. But Morphine throws that right back. When she's in her walkthrough with Rue, she says, I know of her. I've watched her perform. I've given her a dollar. <laughs> and Rue loved that. Rue loves the shade. We love the shade. And Maya's like, what did she say? When Q is in her walkthrough with Rue, Q talks about not talking to her grandma anymore, which is where she got her sewing abilities from. And I think this is the side... There's like the duality of drag race. There's all the fun, 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 but then you also get these small real moments, which some people don't like, but I think it adds, it's what gives drag race that flair and that meaning, which a lot of people can connect to. Oh, look at me go explaining things. Um, and really Rue is really, Rue is really good, trademark that, at talking about these things and like really getting to the heart of it straight away. He talks about, like people of that generation having to deconstruct their whole belief system. And you know what? These conversations are where the Emmys come from, <laughs> which is why RuPaul is the, I think it's, she just won best Emmy for outstanding host. And I think she has the records for most wins in that category. And honestly deserved without doubt. Nymphia talks with Ru about turning these ties into a fabric of some sort. And Ru is worried she is ambitious, being a bit too ambitious. But Nymphia is not concerned at all, saying her hands move very fast. And I don't know, I get this confidence from Nymphia. So I think she's going to turn, and spoiler alert, she does turn out something out that's really good. <laughs> Amanda comes up. And the first thing that comes out of RuPaul's mouth is, Amanda, you look so much prettier without that makeup. <laughs> and you know what? It's like, if you put Amanda in that purple makeup from the talent show, 
up to her just standing there now. It, they, you wouldn't even think they're the same person. Like, the makeup, in her words, was rotted. Like, <laughs> so it's only up from here. And then before Rue leaves the workroom, she's holding an envelope. It's the rankings of the Raider Queen from the first two episodes. Thank God. I was worried for a second that we weren't going to get these. So I'm really happy that we are getting these because it's just going to stir the pot even more. And Jane is immediately shitting it. But Rue also announces that there will be one last Raider Queen. That's right. They're going to be raiding each other from the ball episode. They will each walk the runway in all their three looks. They will rate each other from 1 to 13. And then the three tops and the three bottoms will be critiqued by the judges. <laughs> this is good. This is good. I really like this. This is good. Jane is immediately shooting it. Because she knows she was a shady bitch in the ratings. So she's really worried that it's going to come up with each... How each queen voted individually. And show that. But, so they all gather around the table. And Plasma has the envelope. She opens it up. And group one has all the rankings with their cute little photos. First place, Safira. Second, Q. Third, Dawn. Fourth, Mirage. Fifth, Morphine, sixth, Tsunami, and seventh, Amanda. I mean, that I feel like that's pretty fair. They all say Amanda was down the bottom because of her runway, and it was just because her runway was so abhorrent. <laughs> Morphine is pressed. She is not happy with her rating. She said she should be much higher than fifth. Jane grabs that sheet and makes sure that the individual ratings are not on there, and they are not, so she... Breathes a sigh of relief and Plasma gets on with group two. So group two rankings, plain Jane in first place, second place Geneva, third place Nymphia, fourth place Plasma, fifth Maya, sixth Hershey and seventh Megami. Now Megami is disappointed because of her political present political presentation and obviously not being received well, well by the other queens. And I'm looking at this ranking list and I'm wondering if Jane's low ranking of Nymphia bumped her out of the top two. And then also Maya was annoyed because she was fifth. So I'm wondering, I remember Jane placed Plasma at first. So I'm wondering if that's caused Maya to go down because Plasma's fourth and Maya's fifth. Oh, see, this is what I love. She's just really messed it up and it's getting it at everyone's heads and it's great. Alrighty, so the girls get back to sewing and what's this? Oh, it's the struggle bus. And who's on the struggle bus? <sighs> Maya, Hershey and Mirage. I think those three are the ones that I'm most worried about from what I'm seeing in the workroom at the moment. It's just, they don't seem to be having it together from what we're being shown. Would I be a part of that group? 100%. I can't create a garment to save my life. So, I'm feeling for these girls. Cuts to Nymphia and Jane talking, and Nymphia asks Jane if she ranked her low. Ooh. You see this moment where Jane looks like deadpan into the camera very, very quickly, and she's like, no, I played it very fairly. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, sure, 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 sure. So, will Nymphia get her back because of how suspicious she is? I hope so. That'll be fun. <laughs> All right. Elimination day. The girls come back into the room and Hersey, Hersey? Hershey says she has redone her entire look. Oh, 
They can either be really good or really bad. We don't see it, so I'm unsure, but I'm really hoping she's gotten it together because I love her. She, I love her energy. Jane starts playing mind games with Geneva, saying, how are you feeling, girl? How are you feeling, sister? How do, you, do you think it's wise using more stretch fabric than the menswear that was provided? Oh, <laughs> oh dear. And Geneva says, no, she's not worried because if she wasn't supposed to use the stretch fabric, then it wouldn't have been set out there for them. And true, 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 true. I do think they're going to be looking for that balance between menswear and then using the stretch fabric if needed to enhance the visuals of the menswear. I should be at the front row of passion. Passion? Wow, Paris Fashion Week. Yep, that's about sums up my passion. Oh my God, fashion experience. <laughs> so Hershey gets a backstory, which makes me worried. <laughs> she gets this backstory of how she says she's been like doing drag since she was 14. She always put like a wig on and made videos and put them on YouTube and everything. And I'm like, oh no, this, this can't be good. Like when they get a backstory, they usually go home or they win. But from the struggle bus that she's been on, I am even more concerned now. Morphine teaches Nymphia some Spanish words. Um, I'm not even going to try and say it because I'm going to butcher it. But the one word is le leche. And basically what she's saying is give me more milk. And do with that information what you will. So she's going back and forth between like Geneva and Maya and Morphine. And they're telling her to say this, say that. So... She's the Spanish messenger pigeon and she's like, goes over and she says half of it. And she looks back for confirmation saying that she's done the right thing. And I just love these workroom shenanigans. Like it's just, this is peak drag race. This is like a really good episode. All right. So on the runway, we have Rue, Michelle and Carson at the guest table and we're getting right into it. Okay. First category is mother goose. And first on the runway is Geneva Carr serving Miss Muffet. Little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet. Is that it? I think that's it. Anyway, she comes out and she's wearing this pink ensemble. And it's, it's all right. It's, I feel like it's wearing her a little bit. Like I like the color, but I'm just not really sold on it. Also, I'm going to be going through these pretty quick. There's 42 looks. I don't, no time to dilly dally. This is a dilly dally free zone. Next up, serving Mother Goose, Goose, Goose is Dawn, giving us Cushy Cow. And I have no idea what that is. And this will be a running theme through this. I don't know what half these nursery rhyme things are. But either way, Dawn looks great as a cow. <laughs> Loving the makeup. Love the dress. We have Hershey Lacour Jeté giving us Bernie B. And I'm loving this like yellow and black latex with these like plumes of fur fur yeah it's not feathers it's fur she looks great i love the little pussycat wig she looks fantastic we have mirage as baba black sheep <laughs> i know that one <laughs> she's this like valley girl sheep that's gone shopping <laughs> see i like when they take the concept but then like put a little bit of spin on it i think that looks she's done a really good job there we have megami as little bo peep I think she looks really good. I like this. Like she's like a deconstructed little Bo Peep with like, it looks like her outfit's coming apart a bit, but like purposely. And she puts on like a really good, she's selling it on the runway. I think she's done a really good job. A mandatory meeting giving us little pussy. Again, have no idea what this is. Um, she looks 
crazy, like in a good way. Her makeup is so much better than her first episode already. I saw online that she was like practicing, practicing, practicing while episode, while group B was filming. And I mean, it's paid off. That's dedication. She's wearing this like little dress, like blue dress thing with all these cats. Strange, but sure. All right, Morphine Love Dion, a man and a maid. And she comes out in this sexy latex maid outfit. She's looking gorgeous. I mean, no, no complaints. Her face, of course, stamped. We love. Maya Man LePage is Mary's Canary. Uh, once again, <laughs> not familiar with this. It's like a beautiful pageant yellow outfit with all these feathers coming out. I think the feathers come up too much and... As soon as she looks down, you lose her face. It's a beautiful outfit. I I mean, it's hard to say because I don't know the reference. So I'm not sure if it's hitting the mark or not. But either way, the dress is beautiful. Q is Man in the Moon. And oh my God, this is just, this is next level. She's Her head is in a moon, in like a crescent moon. Embellishments on the outfit, 10 out of 10. Like, amazing. Next, we have Nymphia Wind as Little Boy Blue. And I don't even know how to describe it. Like sailor almost. Like she got a little trumpet. Yeah, like little sailor boy blue. <laughs> wow, these descriptions are fantastic. But she looks great. I mean, it's flawless. Sophia, Peter, 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 pumpkin eater. I feel like this is something I should know, but I doesn't ring a bell. And... She comes around the corner and the first thought in my head is, how did she fit this in her suitcases? Like, was there a limit on how much they could bring? She's literally in this massive pumpkin skirt and she's like the stalk in the middle. She looks amazing, like incredible. I think this is my favorite look of this category for sure. We have Plain Jane as Pussycat by the Fire and this is fine. Like, she's in a beautiful, like, 1920s-esque cat moment. She looks lovely. Next onto the runway is Tsunami Muse in what I think is the most, I don't want to say wild, but unexpected route that someone's taken. She is Humpty Dumpty. Now, if you don't know Humpty Dumpty, you're living under a rock. (laughs) And she comes out as a giant egg in a dress. And you know what? I love it. She waddles to the end of the stage and the egg cracks open. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. And she comes out in this like little yoke dress. <laughs> I love it. It's just like so stupid. It's it's great. And then finally we have Plasma as Tweedledee slash Tweedledum with this like second head and second butt. It's just a bit bizarre looking. And... I'm not entirely sure it was successful. Anyway, category two, significant mother. Back on the stage is Geneva Carr and she is serving Selma Hayek. Um, Look, I didn't know this look right off the bat. I feel like if you're going to do a celebrity, you need to pin an instantly recognisable look. And I, unfortunately, I don't think this is. She looks great, but it's just very, it's just very fine. Then we have Dawn giving us Audrey Hepburn. And I think this looks great. She's giving like the black dress with the little white hat and the white scarf. Very different for Dawn because Dawn usually goes for elf, <laughs> as we know. But versatility, as she's saying, she looks good. I like it. 
Um, Hershey, Hershey liqueur jeté is giving us Mother Nature. This look is nice. It's very nice. <laughs> it's like a little latex mini dress with the world printed on it, basically. So there's not, there's not a lot to say. It's a very, it's a step down from her Mother Goose look, I will say. Then we have Mirage giving us La Llorona. And she looks incredible in this outfit. Like, stunning. I think this is one of the outfits we saw in the promo, and I understand why. She looks gorgeous. We have Megami as Lady Gaga. This look is cute. It's giving Lady Gaga. It's serving the assignment. No complaints. A mandatory meeting gives us Michelle Visage, and I think this was fantastic. <laughs> she comes out as, like, I guess old school drag race Michelle Visage, like when she still had got her big job and she's very like, I want to say pop arty in her look. And then she gets to the end of the stage and she whips off the dress that, and then the breastplate comes off and then she takes off like part of the black wig. So she's got Miss Michelle's now silver streak through her hair. So love that. And then she's wearing this like cute little black jumpsuit moment. And I'm like, that's really good, Amanda. <laughs> Amanda, good job. We have Morphine Love Dion as Kris Jenner. She comes out, black pussycat wig and like a black suit thing. Cute. Giving Kris Jenner. Maya Man LePage comes out as Lil' Kim. This green moment. Q is Judy Garland. I know that's going to be instantly successful with Rue. Rue loves Judy. And she's giving Judy in the, I think they call it the poppy dress. Nymphia Wynn comes out as Angelina Jolie in her wedding dress. Once again, Celebrity didn't know the look, but I think it was a very successful look that she put her own spin on. All her drag children drew on the back of the dress, and I think it really gave it that extra touch. I really liked it, and she, of course, she looked amazing. Beautiful. Plain Jane comes out as a <laughs> very random Octomum. Who would have thought? She comes out carrying seven children, and as she's walking down the stage, she pops out another one. As you do. And then... The children she's carrying turns into a, a scarf. Yeah, they're all like tied together and she's like, they're just hanging around a neck, which I just think is very bizarre and not something I thought I would ever see. Tsunami comes out as Candy Muse, her mother, Drag Race legend, season 13, All Stars 8. <laughs> she comes out referring to, representing her entrance look on season 13 with the denim boombox. Amazing, genius idea, absolutely executed beautifully. Amazing, stun. Plasma comes out as Anne Boylan. Beautiful, old-timey renaissance. I don't know. Anything that's old and British, I just think renaissance. Whether that's right or not, I don't know. But beautiful outfit. She looks great. All right. Now for the main event. Call me Mother Eleganza. First up, Geneva Carr. And it's giving stretch business. It's giving... She's, like, used part of a suit for, like... Tr I want to say trimmings of the outfit and the mini skirt, But, like, the whole top part is like blue stretch fabric so it's just it's a bit jarring and i don't know if she used enough of the the unconventional materials to meet the brief um dawn comes out next and she's giving construction elf <laughs> she looks great i think what she's brought to life her vision really success successfully she's wearing these like overall boots with this like cape moment it's giving shake a lace rainbow ball season nine but i love that look and i love this look they could be like on the same 
part of the same runway in Fashion Week. Hershey Lacour Jeté comes out and instantly I just know she's going to be in the bottom. Unless by the grace of the Drag Race gods, she is saved. She comes out and she's giving mint mother. She's giving church lady as she says. She's serving it. But like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, cause she didn't make the pants. The pants she's just put on. And I guess she's sewed sleeves onto fabric for the top. And I'm just like, she's obviously panicked and just, I can't imagine the amount of pressure she would be under in that scenario. So I feel for her. And I'm just like, oh, it's it's not good. The poor thing. Uh, Mirage comes out and she, in her Jumanji look, and honestly, she's kind of serving it. She like makes it work. She's selling it on the stage. She's like a, a fierce fighter. She's like put on like the black eye makeup and everything. She's giving it to us. And I think she sells it. Is the look great itself? No, but she's just owning it and she's making it work. Megami comes out and she is Home Depot Eleganza. <laughs> She's got this beautiful like denim fishtail moment. And I think the look is constructed really well. I think Megami's done a really good job this week. Amanda Tory meeting comes out and she's giving a mandatory vacation, as I think they said on the stage. <laughs> it's business attire, but with floral prints. And it's very middle of the par, safe, no complaints. Like, it's very fine. Morphine, Love Dion comes out and she's wearing this denim outfit, which I think is really cute. But then she says she decided to make this, like, witch hat at the last moment. And I don't know if it's giving witch hat, but it's giving gardener. So I'm getting, like, denim gardener from her. Like, I love the outfit, but that hat just is just really throwing me off. Uh, Maya Man LePage comes out in this, like, patchwork punk flannel outfit. I think from what I saw... Her, her doing in the workroom I think this is much more successful than what I expected so I'm actually pleasantly surprised is it the best look of the night no but it's definitely not the worst I think she looks pretty good Q comes out in this like black white sculptural hot couture avant-garde moment and it's like this is what I was expecting from Q she looks impeccable we love to see it Nymphia comes out and Oh my God, I am actually just speechless. I think this is one of the best design looks we've seen on Drag Race up there with Utica's bag ball look with the sleeping bags. She has created this beautiful ensemble. I think like this latex skirt moment and she's altered this like men's business top. But then the way it's what she's done with the ties that really get it. She's like, it looks like, I don't know how she's done it. She doesn't say it. Looks like she's put like a wire through each tie and sculpted it. So it looks like she's been, she's blowing in the wind and it's just incredible. I'm absolutely in love with this look. We have Safira Cristal and she's giving Ikea Bob the Builder. <laughs> it's the iconic blue and yellow. And she's got this like puffy denim skirt moment and she looks good. I like it. Plain Jane comes out in a very little amount of fabric. She says she's constructed it from one suit and you can tell it's cover it's like bikini air hostess. That's what I'm getting. Love the hair though. I really like that like big curly wig. I think that looks cute. Um, Zunyami comes out in this look, which we find out later that she completely hot glued and that, you know what, that gives me so much more respect <laughs> for her, for this look. It's giving school of rock background dancer. 
I don't know what else to say. And she's giving like nerdy student vibe. So, and then last up we have Plasma and it's giving bathrobe gown. I really, I didn't like this look. It was like a black and gray gown thing. And it was, it was fine. It was, it was constructed. (laughs) So they've all walked the runway. We've seen 42 looks. So it's time for Raider Queen. First of all, I just want to say Jane says she's going to play it fair, which I guess she's worried about the backlash if this keeps going. But, and also actually, I wonder if she's playing it fair because she knows she's not going to be in the top. Whereas like she thinks she's close, she might rank those up the top low, but because I think she knows she's probably safe. She's just going to play it fairly, which I think is like, it's not a bad strategy, but it's, it's not exciting. But anyway, there's 14 of them ranking. We don't necessarily need exciting right now. So the top seem to be Dawn, Nymphia, Q, Tsunami, and Jane also gets a high placement up there somewhere. Um, the lower placements seem to be, once again, we get Jane. So I guess that kind of evens out into the middle. Uh, Maya, Hershey, Mirage, Amanda. None of that really surprises me, but it shows Jane ranking Amanda last, which is hinting at something that's coming in intact. So keep that in mind. They all come back to the main stage and Rue asks Safira and Jane if they want to use their immunity. They both say no. So it is revealed that the top three from Raider Queen is Nymphia Wind, Q and Safira. Love that. I was really thinking Dawn was going to be there instead of Safira. But as I look back at Safira's three looks, they were amazing. So I understand why she's up there and I do think she deserves that spot. The bottom three are Geneva, Hershey and Maya. Uh, I saw Hershey and Maya coming. I was a little bit surprised at Geneva, but as I'm like looking back at all the looks, I, I thought she was going to be low, but I was really worried it was going to be Mirage. I didn't want Mirage to be down there. So I'm glad that she's not. As also Amanda, but Geneva, interesting. Cause they didn't, it didn't show anyone ranking Geneva low at the time. So I was a bit like, Oh, that was a bit of a, out of nowhere. So the judges give their critiques and Geneva's up first. And basically none of the judges like any of the looks in short, they're all a bit like, it's good, but this, this, and this, and this. So not looking great for Geneva. Hershey, they really liked her first look, the Bernie B look, the latex. I think that looked amazing. But the other two looks, no. And she got torn apart for her Eleganza look because it's. they said it was pedestrian. She didn't sew the pants and they just expected more. And you can see the heartbreak on her face. And I'm just like, oh, I just want to give you a hug, Hershey. Maya, they liked her first look, the canary look. But they didn't like the other two looks. And Rue asked her if she sees herself as a loud person. And she just goes, yes. And Rue's like, I'm getting a timid feeling from you. And she's like, no. You know, you can expand on your answer, Maya. I know you might be nervous, but like, say a little bit more than one word answers. This is TV. Come on. And Rue's just like, okay, moving on. Q gets praise for all three of her looks. And Rue asks her what was the most trouble she had with constructing this look. And she says, nothing. <laughs> and you know what? Respect. Game recognizes... Ga- oh, I'm not game. <laughs> As if I'm good at sewing. She did an incredible look and she owned it. And she's like, you know what? I did this. And so much respect. If you're good at something and you did well, feel good about it. Like, as you should. Nymphia Wind, 
she gets absolute praise. They absolutely gobsmacked at her Thai eleganza look. And as they should be, it is incredible. Safira gets praise as well. And they comment about her presence on stage. And that's really it, isn't it? Wait, I don't... As I'm thinking about... Oh my God, I did this again. Safira. I don't think I talked about her Eve look. Her Eve look was incredible. It was this bedazzled, like, naked bodysuit. And she was holding this, like, snake skeleton. Oh, she looked gorgeous. Oh my God. Is that going to be, that's going to be the running theme of this review season. I'm going to be forgetting someone's runaway look. So sorry. But yes, she looked incredible. The winner is announced as Nymphia Wind. And she wins $5,000 cash money. Yes, I think that was the right choice. I would have chosen Nymphia as the winner. So I'm happy. They announce that Maya is safe. And I'm a little bit surprised. I thought it was going to be Maya and Hershey in the bottom. But no, they've given Maya the safe pass. And I'm like, okay, I, I understand why. So I think her eleganza look was better than Geneva's. So, and I guess that is what really should wear the most because that's what they made. So Geneva and Hershey Lacour Jeté are in the bottom and <laughs> they have to lip sync to Mother Max. That's right. When I saw this song pop up, I damn right screamed. They are lip syncing to Maybe You're the Problem by Miss Mother Max, Ava Max. Yo, yo. <laughs> I like Ava Max. Can you tell? So, straight off the bat, eyes are on Geneva. She is killing it. She is fighting. And Hershey is good and she's giving it church lady. She's sticking to her character. That's what she wants to do and she's doing a good job. But my eyes are set on Geneva. And when it gets to the part where, where the song's singing, it's not me, it's you. They have a really fun moment where they're like gesturing at each other and then the exit. It's like, it's going to be you leaving. It's going to be you leaving. And they're like clapping with the girls in the back. And it's just really fun. I think this is just like a really good lip sync. Like it's nothing like extravagant in terms of performance, but it's like just like the good level of like, this is fun. This is enjoyable. And of course it's a great song. So living. My pick for the win is Geneva. And I'm correct. Geneva, Shantae, you stay. Hershey Lacour, sachet away and I am devastated. I did not expect Hershey to go first. So I'm a bit taken aback. I'm very sad. I always hope that there's a comeback episode. I would really prefer a comeback episode rather than like a double save later on. So maybe we'll get to see more of her, hopefully in the future. But when Rue tells, Rue tells her to sachet away, she says, you are and will always be a Rue girl. What? I know she says you are and will always be an all-star on all-stars, but usually on the regular seasons, she does like a little pun. Are they just, are they just getting lazy? <laughs> like, no, I want the pun. Like Hershey Lacour Jeté, come on, you can come up with a pun, surely. Anyway, Hershey walks off stage and her exit line is, it's chocolate. And then they put like the, I think it's a trombone sound effect. I was like, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Okay. Well, Big rap for Hershey Lacour Jeté. Go follow her on Instagram. She is an icon and I can't. I know she's going to be around for a while. So I can't wait to see what she does in the future. Okay, so that means it is time for Untucked. And everyone, click clack front and back. Because when I was saying last, last two weeks that everyone's playing nice, they are no longer playing nice. And I am here for it. But... First, all the safe queens are in the tuck, un, in the tucked, in untucked, and they, a lot of them were saying how they were scared and they're just really happy that they're safe with the ball. 
Plasma asks Mirage if she's happy to not be not be in the bottom after how worried she was. And it comes across as a bit shady, but it's like, no, Mirage was really worried. And they all said that she sold it on the runway and that's what may have saved her. And I agree, like she really did. They're all a bit shocked Geneva was in the bottom and Megami and Dawn weren't in the top. But I guess there's 14 people rating. There's going to be some disagreement. It's just, that's just how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> and Dawn's like, can I be honest? I hated the Tweedledee and Tweedledum thing. And Plasma is taken aback. And she's like, that's your opinion. But then everyone's like, no, like it was bad. And I kind of agree. It was like traumatizing. That's like nightmare stuff right there. Seriously. Okay, here we go. So Jane goes over and joins Morphine and Amanda on a couch. And she just comes out and says, you are a girl from the cast I have not really connected with dot 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 look wise <laughs> like where did that come from morphine immediately is like that's my sister be careful and i'm like oh i love that morphine yes yeah, good on you and amanda's like what and mirage goes over and starts smacking the shade button because it's like what the hell is going on and she's just like i'm not giving I'm not getting what you're giving, blah, 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 blah. And Amanda's like, it's not for you to get. Like, what are you on about? Like, where does this come from? And Plasma butts in and she's like, Jane, now why don't you untangle that arm hair from your bracelet before you keep going? <laughs> it's such a random read, but I love it. And Jane turns around and she's like, who was that? And Plasma's like, me? Jane's like, you're another girl who I'm not feeling look wise. So why are you talking? And it's like, why do you have the right to ask who's talking when you've just given your un unasked for opinion? And Plasma's like, that's because I don't agree, darling. <laughs> Amanda is an icon and she's like, I don't care that you don't like my look. I don't like you. <laughs> she's just full owning it. She's like, who is this bitch that's coming for me? I don't even know you. I've talked to you like four times and you're just coming for my entire drag persona. Like, calm down. And I think that now that... Voting is over. Jane's like, oh, I can be a villain again. Jane's like, I'm here. I'm here for it. And when she said that first line of like, I'm not feeling you look wise, you can see her like lips purse. And she's like, I know what I've done. She's gone over and stirred the pot. She's here to make TV. And no complaints from me. Like it was one of those good untouched moments that people are going to remember from this season. So the tops and bottoms join and Geneva's like, who put me in the bottom? Be honest, who rated me low? Tsunami and Q raise their hands and they own up to it. Hershey knew what was coming and she's really disappointed that she didn't do better because she was doing it for her family. And it really tugs at the heartstrings and I'm just like, oh no, you poor thing. Like I saw online that she sold her car to be able to fund her package for Drag Race. And I'm like, oh, it's really hard to hear that. Like when people put so much into this and they're gone on episode three, it's like... I feel like they should be given a budget, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Um, Sephira says she got great critiques, but she really thinks it's between Q and Nymphia. And everyone's like, best look in Drag Race history is Nymphia's look. Like, for sure. So that, that about sums up Untucked. My MVQ of the episode is Nymphia Wind. Like, she slayed that ball 100%. But also, I want to give a special shout out to her mandatory meeting for holding her own when Jane was coming for her. Slay. We absolutely love it. All right. So that was RuPaul's Drag Race Season 16, Episode 3. My thoughts and opinions. 
Thank you so much for listening. Remember to rate, review, and share with your friends. I've, I've got an Instagram now at that'smybusiness.pod. So give me a follow. I'll be giving you updates on when there's new content coming out. Thank you guys for listening and I will see you next time.